he said it because of his wet blanket energy. Unhinged. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back to She's All Batch. Oh, it sounds like welcome back. What is it? The um Welcome back, Upper East Siders. That's Gossip Girl here. Welcome back. She's all batch listeners. I'm Stephanie. And I'm Jackie. And we don't care if you're here for the right reasons. We're just happy that you're here. So join us as we talk <laughs> shit about our favorite show. Careful B, XOXO, <laughs> Gossip Girl. <laughs> XOXO, she's all batch. All right, guys, let's creep. Okay, so everyone is flipping the fuck out because Daisy posted a TikTok wearing what appears to be a diamond ring on her finger. Did you see this video when she posted it and thoughts? Um, No, I didn't see it when she posted it, but I'm trying to, I'm looking at the screenshot now. It doesn't even look like an engagement ring. It just looks like a ring. It's very quick in the video. It goes by super fast. It is on yeah. what appears to be her left hand. However, in selfie mode, it does flip. So there's that. Right. When I saw that everyone was freaking out about this, my first thought was like, I know that they don't get to keep the ring after they get engaged, but I wanted to come on this podcast and have cold, hard facts. And that's what I did. So I texted Courtney Robertson, who did Mm -hmm. get engaged on the show, and she confirmed that, no, you don't get to just leave the show with a freaking $30,000 Neil Lane ring and... Hope for the best that no one spots you with that ring. You get engaged, you put the ring on, you do your little, Mm -hmm. like, confessional ITM things, and then you give it back to the person. And and then you you, give it back. You literally don't get it. I mean, you probably get it that night when you're in your happy couple first night engaged. But, like, you don't leave set, essentially, with that ring. You don't go get on a plane with the ring. So... If, we're not talking spoilers here, but if Daisy even was the person that got a ring in the end, she wouldn't have access to that ring now. So just know, if you see something on anyone's finger and they are not out in the public as an engaged couple, it doesn't actually, it's it's not an engagement ring, that's for sure. I can confirm that. Yeah. Well, I have two follow-up questions then. One, do you get the ring if you have a happy couples weekend, just even for the weekend to like wear it for fun? Yeah. I mean, I, I would probably, I would ask Courtney, that's something I could see them doing just so you feel like you're playing house Normal. a little bit better. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. oh, look, I'm a, oh, I'm a bride. But that is your, I don't, actually, I'm not sure. Because now with all these rumors of Joey potentially filming from his happy couple, if they've done that in the past, they probably won't do it in the future. Because they don't want yeah. anyone to be spotted wearing anything. Like, they sign, like, a 50-page contract about how if they spoil it, they can sue mm-hmm. them for all this money. I don't think they would want to roll the dice that much. Yeah, I guess then my only follow-up question is, do you remember when Rachel and Tino were breaking up? And before that happens, Gabby shows up and talks to Rachel and she's like, yeah, you're not wearing your ring. Yeah. What's going on? Was that all just fake? Probably. Yeah, probably. Probably. Remember, but Gabby was wearing her ring in that. So. Sure, they, that's But maybe they just gave it to them for the scene. Sure, and they're filming. So you're on set. You know, here, Gabby, here's your ring. Put your ring on. We're going to go do this scene with Rachel. Like, it's not like you passed Gabby in Target and she's wearing the ring. I know. I just think the specific addressing of, like, yeah, I noticed you haven't been wearing your ring. Like, your type. Oh, I miss her. I just miss that girl. You mean, like, your type? Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. She is doing really funny things on TikTok. I enjoy seeing those every now and then. But, like, I miss her every single week. You know what's funny? Same. You know what's funny, though? Like, everyone's talking about that they want Maria for Bachelorette, and she's so spunky. And everyone says Maria would be a new Caitlyn Bristow. But Caitlyn Bristow was the Bachelorette in, like, 2014, 15, maybe 16, around that time period. Mm -hmm. So long ago. Since then, we've had other leads, like Hannah Brown and Mm -hmm. Gabby, who are, like, so much, like, they fill that role of, like, that spunky personality as well. And I think it's funny that everyone kind of, like, skips over them and goes back to comparing Maria to Caitlyn because I feel like out of the three, she probably is most like Gabby. Yeah, you know what I mean? I would agree with that. But everyone keeps saying, oh, like, she's like a Caitlyn Bristow. Yeah, well, because Caitlyn Bristow's, like, the OG. And, like, I guess Caitlyn Bristow is, like, still so connected to the franchise versus, like, a Hannah or Gabby. I feel like everyone's hoping for another Caitlyn Bristow in that sense that will have longevity. True. And I could see if Maria did become the Bachelor, she would be someone that Mm -hmm. has longevity. I haven't seen, like, Bachelor Nation fans this attached to a contestant before. Like, do you read these comments? Like, everyone's obsessed with her. Really? Obsessed. Yeah. Like, 
I mean, I really like her, don't get me wrong, and I would love to have her as the Bachelorette. It's very rare that we see someone's, like, true personality, I feel like, while they're just a contestant on the show. And so, like, they don't we're always really give seeing everyone a lot of time. I know. No, I know. Right, like, so it, are we nice. to believe that, like, the only people that have had, like, these crazy personalities are Gabby, Hannah Brown, Caitlin, and Maria? Right, no, no I'm like, sure, of course like, not, yeah. I saw, like, a TikTok of, um... Jen from Joey's season on like Bachelor's TikTok and it was when they were doing that painting thing during one of the group dates when they had to paint mm-hmm. something and she like did like a TikTok to the corn song like it's corn it has um, the juice whatever big, big lump with oh, knobs it yes, has the song. juice yeah and she was so cute and funny and, and I'm like I mm-hmm. would love to like I'm sure Jen is like so fun and funny I would just love to see that more there's just yeah not enough time in a two hour block <laughs> yeah where would they possibly find the time to Show more people's personalities. Yeah. They're swamped with content. True, yeah. true. Well, okay, moving on because speaking of who's potentially getting a ring from Joey, guys, the news has broken. Reality Steve has confirmed. I'm not going to reveal anything, don't worry. But Reality mm-hmm. Steve has confirmed this week that he was wrong with the spoilers. He's like completely turned Bachelor Nation upside down. And he goes into how this happened, why he got it wrong, who the real winner is, all that jazz on um, his podcast. However, I spoke to Steve over the weekend and I was like, we need to talk to you. Like, we cannot have this news happen and not talk to you. So actually, at while you're listening to this podcast... We have our Patreon episode available right now for listening, and you can go over to patreon.com slash she's all batch. And we talked to Steve about the unprecedented ending, what actually happens, who he said was going to win versus who actually wins, how he got it wrong. I flat out asked, like, do you think that ABC was setting you up? Because I think that's a common... Interesting. I think people think that, like, because ABC doesn't like him. ABC has tried to sue him more than once, and they failed, actually. And um, I think it's an easy conclusion to come to that maybe ABC purposely plants a fake winner, a realistic fake winner, like someone that could possibly be the winner, but they're not. But like Steve obviously has never like shared his sources. Don't you think he would be vetting for that type of trickery? Yeah. And we ask him though, and and you'll hear his answer when you listen to our Patreon. But I I think it's really interesting. And, like, we don't do spoilers on this show. We respect Mm -hmm. that a large majority of our listeners don't want to know. So that's why we're not going to just... If we put it in this episode, then you guys, a lot of our listeners wouldn't be able to listen. Because, you know, you're never safe. You kind of have to, like... Sometimes, like, I've listened to Steve's podcasts in the past... I'm not looking for spoilers. I'm just looking to hear, like, other stuff he's saying. And he'll casually just drop spoilers as he's talking. And I'm like, fuck! So you, so we didn't want to do that to you guys. We want you guys to feel safe and comfortable when you listen to She's All Batch. So if you want to hear this conversation, I highly recommend it. It's very insightful. And, I mean, I think the unprecedented ending we talked about last week and sounding off how it's a five. I think it's a five or a six, to be honest. I do think it's definitely something that hasn't happened before. I'm curious to see how it'll play out in the actual show. But no, he's not like, um, people are thinking that, I don't know, he proposes to both women and then doesn't know what to do. And it's not anything Mm -hmm. that crazy, but it definitely is going to be something that is a focal point in the episode, I think. So. All right. All right. Okay. So yeah, it's live right now. Go over to she'sallbatch.com slash, oh, nope. Go over to patreon.com slash she'sallbatch and go check it out. Yeah. All right. Well, moving on from that. So I was listening to Almost Famous the other day, and I'm pretty sure they forgot to edit something out of their show that paints Zach Shalcross in a negative light. And I'm going to just play the clip for you guys, but for some context, Ben is talking about how Joey's going through this like identity crisis on the show and how he's like, how Joey uh, Joey keeps um, stressing that something bad's going to happen, that he's not perfect and all that jazz. And Ben says how it's typical for a bachelor to feel this way because everyone's putting you up on a pedestal and it's easy yeah. to feel like that imposter syndrome feeling. Sure. Not for everyone though, apparently. So oh. here, here's the uh, clip that went live on their podcast. You, you feel uncomfortable, quite honestly. You don't, I, I think... Good leads don't ever feel it really feel like they're the bachelor. You know, they don't go into it being like, yes, come here, ladies. Like you want to date me like you're lucky to be with me. Yeah. Off the record. Cut it out. That was Zach. Didn't Zach literally say something like that? Like you're yeah, you're you're lucky. You're lucky or whatever. Yeah, I do remember that. 
I, yeah, okay. I, I think when it comes to Joey, he's, he's humble. He's not used to this. Eek. And you're saying now they deleted that clip from the pod? Yeah. Well, I, oh, I, I, no. didn't know, I didn't know that when I took the screenshot. Like, I took the screenshot. Sure. I was listening, and I heard her say, off the record, cut it out. And then it's still there. And you're saying something that probably Zach doesn't want people to know. Of course mm. not. When yeah. did Zach say that? I guess he said it when I, maybe he did an interview with them, and he told them, like, off the record Yeah, or I was assuming maybe it was, like, in private, um, just, like in Bachelor Nation lore of, like, the way he was acting. Why does this really not surprise me, though? And it all goes back to the sales call with Greer, Mm. where, like, that was the energy he was giving off in that moment. And so I totally could see him saying that. Like, uh, Greer, um, this is very much more important than a sales call. I'm trying to find my wife. I love it. Shut up. We keep calling it. And that's his voice. (laughs) We keep calling it. Every time we talk about this, we call it a sales call. She was talking about her entire, like, sales quarter and how she got COVID and she couldn't meet her sales numbers. But we keep saying, Greer, go make a sales call. That's what we turn the the conversation into. Okay, true. Okay, not sales call, but sales job in general. And she was just trying to relate to him. Like, oh, yeah, like, we both are in sales. You probably can relate. I missed my fourth quarter because I was sick. Exactly. And why couldn't he just be like, oh, yeah, that sucks. Did you not get your bonus? Man. Right, because what he's doing is so much more important. Fighting his wife on reality television, of course. So, yeah, icky, icky. I'll just say that's rich coming from you, Zach, that you would, I won't say any more. I think that that sentence speaks for itself. For sure. Do you know what I mean? Do you need me to explain it, though? No, I know what you mean. Okay, got it. what you are putting down. Perfect, perfect. All right, moving on. Why the fuck is Britney Spears posting about Ben Smith? Why? I worry about this girl all Literally the time. Why? <laughs> so Britney Spears know. posted a photo of our Ben Smith, Ben Smith from Tasha's season, and he is in a sauna. I'm pulling it up right now. I wonder if she just Googled pictures of hot saunas, and this was like a stock image from like a modeling thing that Ben yeah. did one day. So, so she writes, "I want," but she tagged him. She oh. ta- she tags him. But maybe she just know well because she knows that that's his photo so then it wasn't google because it says like tag like credit picture credit ben v smith so she clearly went to his instagram let's okay let's take this a step further let's go find the instagram the actual instagram because maybe if he has hashtag hot sauna maybe she searched for the hashtag and then that's how she found the picture you know what i'm saying like if she's genuinely just looking for hot saunas yeah or maybe he runs like doesn't he run like a gym or something? And it wasn't he from California. Maybe he runs like a wellness hot sauna Wait. something. And Brittany went to it. So his Instagram sharing simple, accessible, sustainable wellness tools, getting you out of your thinking head and into your feeling body. Oh. Sounds like he may do stuff like that. And I thought he was a California boy. Oh, and he has a VIP one. All right, now I'm on Ben's Instagram and I clicked his link tree. He has VIP one-on-one intensive. Hold on, I'm going to click that. Where you can just book. Oh, and then it goes to like a Calendly link. Oh, it actually says this Calendly URL is not valid. Ben Smith, you got to fix that on your Instagram. Yeah, I want to book. So maybe he does that kind of stuff where like, oh yeah, he he is a California boy. I'm seeing a video of him in Santa Monica. Yeah, so maybe he does stuff like that where like he does VIP wellness stuff. And Brittany hired him, which is kind of a slight. Could you imagine getting that call being like, hey, Ben, um, so we have this uh, singer for you. Her name is Brittany Spears. Have you ever heard of her? Yeah. Does, well, you're you're um, a follower of Brittany. Can you see if she follows him? He doesn't follow her. Yeah, let me see. Shocking that he wouldn't follow her. Right. Oh, she only follows 52 people. Oh, probably not Ben Smith then. No. Not Ben Smith. Yeah, so what I think this is, is he has a hot sauna in his house. She was on Instagram. She's saying, I want a hot sauna in my house. And she tags him. I don't think there's anything more to it than that, other than the fact that it's really weird. Yeah, it's really random. I mean, Brittany's whole Instagram is a huge enigma. There's a lot to unpack there. You never know what that girl is trying to say. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think it could be really as simple as that, that he runs a wellness thing and she either like, knows him through that, or just saw one of the photos and was like, oh, I want to do that. Mm -hmm. I hope you get that sauna in your house, Brittany. I wish nothing but the best for you, and that includes a sauna in your house, obviously. Yeah, maybe Ben Smith will come to install it while he gives you wellness tips. 
Perfect. Oh my God, should we buy a sauna so that we can meet Ben? That's what I'm saying. I, well, with the candidly link or whatever it's called, um, doesn't work. But I think once it gets working, yeah. we should try to book a wellness session with Ben. So. I need to be well. Me too. All right, moving on. Okay, guys, I think I've mentioned this, but I am constantly in a state of like, feeling like I don't want to cook something, but also takeout can be so expensive and it adds up. So I'm trying to be more responsible. And so I've been turning to factor more often than not guys, factors, delicious, ready to eat meals, make eating better every single day. So they have over 35 different options a week to choose from. They have keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie. Yeah. And like you guys have seen the ads online. You guys all know about factor meals and we're here to tell you that it is worth a try. You could discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day. Like I'm always looking for stuff throughout the day and I can't find stuff. So I result to like tortilla chips, like true story. But with Factor, mm -hmm. it definitely keeps you on track and schedule. Yeah, no, I've been loving their smoothies too. as just like a nice little like grab and go after a workout breakfast when you just need to like get out and start your day. Who has time to literally has make time? a full breakfast? But yeah. what's cool is like if you've been on the fence and you want to give it a shot, you can actually get 50% off if you use our code. So if you go to factormeals.com slash she's all batch 50, use code she's all batch 50. That's going to get you 50% off. Like there's no better time to try it out than with this code. That code again is she's all batch 50 at Factor Meals, F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash She's All Batch 50 and save half off and try what Factor is all about. Delicious, ready to eat meals, making eating better every day easy. All right, guys, I think it's time. It's a time. Of the season when we love runs for Bachelor Encounters. So Bachelor Encounters is when you guys submit your stories of meeting Bachelor Nation in the wild. We read about those stories on air. And how do you feel about that, Jackie? Um, I would say it's probably a good time. I think so. Don't you? Yeah, it's a good time. Yeah. It is time. So let's get into it. The first story is about my bestie, Michael Stagg. A friend and I attended an event in Toronto approximately in 2010. That's like, oof, that's like 1940 like at this point. 84 years ago, yeah. To a meet and greet for Michael Stagliano. Ed was there too, but he got way less attention because it wasn't long since he was exposed for cheating on Jillian Harris. So this mm. is Ed, the finalist on Jillian Harris's season. They got engaged and then he cheated on her. Crazy. Damn. Um, so crazy. Michael performed some songs acoustically and then patiently met and took pics with fans. I asked him to make a crazy face for my pick. He was so funny and talented. I wish he still made music. I'm sure he would Aww. come to your house and do like a personal concert if you asked him though. I know. He's so nice. Seriously. Um, we'll love that one. That's a nice one. Crazy that Ed cheated on Jillian and that, and that he thought he mm -hmm. can get away with it. But funny that like the winner of the show was there. And Michael went very far, but like he wasn't like the winner of the show. Yeah, yeah. Glad that you were giving Michael the attention he deserved, though. Yes. This next one, literal bachelor encounter. Well, it's not my bachelor encounter, but my best friend went to a Chelsea Cutler concert in New York last night. Do you know who that is, Chelsea Cutler? No. Is that like Feist? Should I? No. I'm going to Google. Hold but on. everyone knows who Feist is, so I'm. we don't really know all of our artists. I don't really. I'm notoriously bad at that. Chelsea Cutler. I mean, she comes up quickly mm -hmm. on Google. Okay, great. Um, so they're saying set list. I'm like, I don't care about the set list. They went to a Chelsea like. Cutler concert in New York last night, and Joey, yes, Joey, the bachelor, was sitting the Joey. four seats behind them. She said he noticed them recognizing him and nodded at them like sup. He noticed mm. them recognizing him and then nodded at them like sup. She said he was very stoic and showing no emotions. He was very focused on the show and didn't seem to be showing that he was having any fun, which I find odd. <gasps> Is this kind of like giving wet, wet blanket, blanket energy? <laughs> she said it because of his wet blanket energy. Wait, what are you doing, Joey? Like, you need to be showing that you're enjoying the concert or else. But what if it was a sad concert? Chelsea, sad songs. Chelsea's significant other is going to go up to Joey and give him a big fat fuck you. If he, I know. If he keeps that energy up, he's going to get punched he in the really face. He really needs to watch himself. Yeah. That's for sure. Ugh. What a time. Yeah, maybe Chelsea Cutler was singing some sad songs. Maybe it reminded him of someone that got away. Who knows? Weird to Who be knows? stoic and showing no emotions. I mean, still weird that Greg did it. Weird that Joey's doing it. Maybe it's like a hot guy bachelor thing. 
I know, but like if you're just at a casual concert, and I'm not saying like a concert, like a, a Taylor Swift concert, if it's just like a casual night and you're like, oh yeah, I'll go see this act, like what else am I doing? You don't always show that many emotions. If it's not a band or artist that you're like obsessed with, if it's just like a casual concert, you're listening to the music. Like they're, they're, that's the activity. You don't need to like. It's weird. What, what kinds of emotions is he supposed to be showing? Okay. So like singing and dancing to every song. What if he doesn't know every song? Okay, but you could rock. You could snap your fingers. You could do a little tap on your side, a little, mm. a little knee slap, like, <laughs> like a, like a, <laughs> like that. Yeah, I don't think that's the kind of music Chelsea Cutler plays, but maybe Chelsea, sound off if you're listening. What kind was your show upbeat? Why was he so upset there? Anyway, we're in the middle of the yeah. encounter. Um, but maybe the fran- oh, there's more. Yeah, maybe the franchise tells him. You think that was the end? That he was just standing there looking mad. But maybe the franchise tells him he can't be seen out having too much fun because that would give it away that he's happy. Or if he was Hmm. seen all mopey, that would indicate he wasn't with anyone. I don't know. It kind of seems to me like he was showing no emotion at a concert, not giving any signs that you're having a good time. Makes me think he's not happily engaged and in love. I think that's a reach, but we'll get to that. I told my friends I would have tried to say hello or something because I wonder if he would have been showing he was happy in an actual conversation. Also, he went with his sisters. That's the end. I don't right. think they have control over the emotions he displays in a concert. I do think no. in an interview when they're like, oh, Joey, how's Maria? Mm-hmm. Like, he's not yeah. allowed to, like, really, you know, they're media trained. D- divulge. Yeah, no, of course. But, yeah, I don't know if the concert is the spot where he is being controlled and being told what he can and can't express on his face. Yeah. Maybe it's something like, I don't know, if I was at a concert watching a show, and I knew that everyone was looking at me, I would feel so uncomfortable. And maybe he's like, I don't want to fucking do anything weird. It's going to end up being on True. TikTok if I, like, pick my yeah. nose. So I'm just going to stand here being very stoic. It's a sad life right. that these people live. It's okay. In, like, six months, he'll be back to normal. Okay, this next one is about Jade. I saw Jade at the supermarket, and she was looking at produce. She was with one of her kids, but I couldn't tell which one. I wanted to go say hi, but I didn't want to disturb her. She dropped an apple, and her kid picked it up for her. She was just really an attentive mom. They bought a huge bag of apples. Later, I saw her at the checkout counter, and she was so sweet to the cashier. Love her spirit and energy. Ooh, your spirit and energy, Jade, was radiating through the grocery store. For those apples. Do you think they're making an apple pie? Maybe. I mean, why are you buying that many apples? Although I buy, like, right. the big bag of Honeycrisp apples. What's your Do you favorite? eat an apple a day to keep the doctor away? Yeah. I mean, no, I don't. Um, I'll eat an apple whenever I feel like it. My hu- my brother, uh, my son <laughs> eats. Um, oh my god! Like you went through all the men in your life: your brother, your husband, and we land on son. My son eats like at least an apple Apples. a day, if not more. Whoa. Okay, so the doctor is staying far away. Far away, from doctor. Get Charlie lost. Um, but yeah, but no, only Honeycrisp. I don't really eat apples that much. What does your favorite apple say about you? Honeycrisp means that you're really cool. Mine's the one that's kind of in between the red and the yellow. Like, what are those ones called? Granny Smith? That's the green ones. No, 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 no. I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> Granny Smith is too sour. You know what I'm talking about? Like... No. There's actually, like, randomly a lot of types of apples. No, there's so many. Ever since I realized that my son only wants Honeycrisp, I realized that there's so many. And that's many. the pure yellow, right? No. Honeycrisp is honey like... Crisp? Honeycrisp? is like you're eating fucking candy. It's the best one. It's, like, super sweet. The color, Are you sure that's not... They're not yellow. Apple? Or not... Or... No, they're red. Okay. They're normal color. Okay, fun fact. I, I think my favorite is Pink Lady. Ugh. Gross. Says so much about you. What? That I'm gross? <laughs> Wait, why do you hate those ones? No, I just think they're not good. I don't know. I, I judge people that tr- that eat pink lady apples. Okay. I, th- I think those ones are my favorite. I don't know. Or Red Delicious. Just the normal... Oh, wait. Hold on. Now here's a picture of all the apples. I think Red Delicious has some nerve calling themselves Red Delicious when they're not the most delicious. Like... Yeah, eat- but I like them sweet, but with a little bit of a kick. Or maybe a gala... Mm, Why no. are these names so fancy? No. Pink Lady Gala. No, Pink Lady oh, and Gala. A, there's no. an apple called the Wealthy Apple. Oh, okay, yeah. Bougie. Seriously. Well, you have to actually oh, try I, I them. I see Honeycrisp on here, actually. That's the okay. best one. I used to get Granny Smith because I didn't know about Honeycrisp. I was like, well, I mm. just, I didn't want, like, Red Delicious is boring to me. I don't think you're, like, you're that delicious. I think you're a little, 
you're pushing it by putting that in your name, to be honest. Yeah. I think you need uh-huh. to take it down several notches. Um, but I didn't know that apples could be so good until I tried Honeycrisp. So Whoa. I used to eat those crazy-ass Granny Smith apples thinking that, like, that was my only option. And then my world, my eyes were open to, like, wow, such a great fruit. I don't know if that's yeah. the kind that Jade was getting at the supermarket, but submit right, it. But it, isn't there a specific kind you need to get if you're making an apple pie? I I don't know. I don't know. Sound off in the comments below if you know. I think it might be Granny Smith because the other ones are too sweet, but like the Granny Smith's more tart. I don't know. Mm. I've never made one. I've never even eaten one. You've never eaten an apple pie? I've never eaten like real pie. What about like pecan pie? No. Pumpkin pie? You don't like any pies? No, I mean, like, I've probably had a bite of something. I would never be like, ooh, pie. Let me have that. Ever. Wow. I know. It's crazy. That's crazy. Because there's just so many different types of pies. Like, I'm not a huge apple pie fan, but I'm, like, a pecan pie fan. Why? What is it? I know, like... Because it's, like, sweet. Well, because I don't really like pies that have, like, fruit in them. Like, I'm not a blueberry no, pie, apple neither. pie, cherry pie type of girl, really. Um, but, like, a pecan pie or, like, a pumpkin pie, that's really just, like, a pastry at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not into it, a, though. A chocolate pudding pie? Have you ever had that? That's yeah. Good. But, like, mm, I would rather what have, would like, you rather have? A cake? Yeah. Cupcakes or brownies or, like, an actual... Mm. I feel like pie is, like, trying to be cake, but they just missed the mark. You know? Yeah. I see. I'm not a big cake person, though, so... Okay, well... We're just not compatible dessert-wise. No. We'll have to order two. All right. Well, those are all the Bachelor Encounters we have for this week. If you have a story you want to submit, DM me at She's All Batch, and we may read it next week. It's going to be a good time then. For sure. A good time. All right, guys. Life is too short to not have a good sex life. I mean, if you want to spice things up in the bedroom, we highly recommend you guys check out Dame Products. So Dame Products is a woman-owned sex toy company, and it's made for women by women. So they obviously know what we're looking for in the bedroom. They are making the next generation of vulva-tested, vulva-approved vibrators. And let me tell you, you're going to want to go to Dame.com and check these vibrators out. Yes. Some details on Dame Vibrators, they are made with body-safe materials, smart design principles, and lots of love. Earning glowing press, they've been in the New York Times, W Magazine, many more. I think also, too, it's sometimes, like, really intimidating. You want to get a vibrator, you don't know where to start. Start with Dame. You know they're at least good quality tried and true by Jackie and Stephanie themselves. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like, I don't know. Wait, we talked last week, or we talked the other week about Ben Higgins saying that he's, like... I'm sure Jessica has faked orgasms before and I wouldn't even care. Update on that. I got messages because I was trying to say, like, maybe he's talking about her orgasms in another relationship. She was a virgin at marriage. So he was talking about her. So I would say Mm -hmm. perhaps they or any couple that maybe wants to spice things up could benefit from Dame products. You know, you are guaranteed to be satisfied if you have a vibrator from Dame Products. So he wouldn't have to, like, question whether or not she finished in the bedroom if they had Dame Products. He would know. And the best part, too, guys, they offer hassle-free returns within 60 days to your satisfaction is literally guaranteed. So try it out. Who's to say? Um, Visit Dame.com and see how they're making the world a happier place one vulva at a time. And for a limited time, you can use our code SHESALLBATCH. That will take 15% off your entire order, saving money. We love to see it at Dame.com, D-A-M-E.com. Okay, it is time to recap episode seven of The Bachelor. Yes. Can you um, head into the room? I'll be right there. Um, okay, yeah, but just don't be late like you were last time. <laughs> Sorry, I'll never be late again. You know, every time I think about going into the recap room, I think of Taylor Swift saying, um, I'm in the room. It's a typical oh. Monday night. We could really turn it into our own thing. I was thinking you were going to say, the other side of the door, because I'm in the room and you're on the other side of the door, not in the room yet. I don't even know what that song is. It's called The Other Side of the Door. <laughs> With your hands oh. and your little white lies. And a minute, minute, da, na, 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 na. Oh, is that a Taylor song? Yeah. It's on the same oh, album. Speaking of Taylor songs, my new favorite Taylor song. Hold on. Alyssa Affairs rock version? <laughs> no, obviously. I love that one. No, the new one. Um, so happy that my Travi made it to the big game please tell me you know this i was going to send it to you on tiktok but i was like oh no she's like a real no, swifty i don't want to be annoying are this? you literally kidding me it's a trend on tiktok there's like an ai version of taylor swift's oh. leaked songs i'm 
literally obsessed with That's this funny. fake song. Shit, so I'm not going to sing it because it's brutal. But the lyrics are, um, so happy that my Travi made it to the big game. One step closer to Kelsey being my last name. But if you play like you ain't worthy, you can call me Mrs. Taylor Purdy because I guess the guy on the other team's quarterback is okay. someone Purdy. Yeah. I'm not flying from Japan to be seen with a man who loses so dirty. And I'm like, this is like a jam. I really like it. Wow. It's giving like 2010 Taylor. And that's what, as a Taylor purist, I'm like, she's developed and like grown so much in her lyricism. She would never... I think outwardly talk about football in a song now, but like 10 years mm-hmm. ago, I feel like she would, mm-hmm. you know, it's giving fearless Taylor and speak now Taylor, which okay. is a great Taylor to be. It's a great Taylor to be. I can't believe you didn't know that. No. It's like all over my TikTok and I thought to send it to you and I was like, no, I'm going to be annoying. It's like when I used to send you um, like Vanderpump Rules things on TikTok and it's like, <laughs> you're the one that taught me about t- Vanderpump Rules. I right, shouldn't right, be right. sending you Vanderpump TikToks. Wait, are you TikToks. saying I taught you about Taylor? Um... In a way? No. I mean, no, but it's very clear that you have more knowledge on it. Sure. Okay. On her in general. So I felt I literally was going to send it. And then I was like, no, she's going to be like, thanks. I've already seen this. No, I hadn't seen it. Now I'm going to send it to you. Yeah, please Um, do. And maybe I'll just, it's not a long song, but maybe I'll put the clip in too. So you guys can hear how great the song is. So happy that my child. Let's get into episode seven. We are down to our top four. I know. How do you feel? I feel good. I'm excited. Things are getting real for me. I mean, I do have, I think, a slightly strong hot take on who was picked for top four and who went home. But I'm like, maybe save that for the end of this recap because we should start at the very beginning because it's a very good place to start. I mean, it is a good place to start, but I'm open to hearing this hot take of yours. Okay, I just don't see it with Kelsey A, honestly. Like, I actually think Jen had a way stronger connection, and so I'm really shocked to see her um, in the top four. That's funny because all over Twitter, Monday night, people are now turning on Daisy. Why turning on her, though? With After her one-on-one date, they were like, I don't know why everyone's so obsessed with Daisy and Joey. Like, they're so boring. They have no chemistry. Like, That's that how I feel about Kelsey like- A, though. I feel like he has so much more chemistry with Daisy and Maria. Honestly, I feel like I saw a connection with him and Kelsey A. But more so than Jen? I I don't know. I have thoughts on Jen, actually. I thought it was a little weird that, like, so obviously she doesn't get a hometown. Throughout this entire episode, she's, like, struggling with the fact that, you know, she's dating a guy that's dating all these other women. And I felt like at the end of the group date when they had their little, like, one-on-one chats... Mm -hmm. The stuff he was saying to her and talking with her about, I'm like, if you knew that you weren't choosing her, I felt like that conversation was kind of fucked up. I would just hope that, like, he didn't know. Yeah. But, like, there's not that much time between the end of the group date and the fucking rose ceremony. Right. So it just, I don't buy that you had this, like, crazy epiphany that it wasn't going to be Jen. I feel like you knew. And I just feel like the way he was acting with her was odd. Yeah, but maybe it wasn't some crazy epiphany, but it just gets to the point where it's like, all right, it has to only be four. Let me flip a coin or let me like reconsider where my feelings are for everyone. And it's not that he didn't have feelings for her. It's just that like they weren't as strong as the feelings for the final four. Yeah. I don't know. I just refuse to believe that Joey has any bad intentions. Love him now. No. So much. No. I know. Jackie's like Joey's number one fan. Who would have thought? I know. So we start this episode with Daisy getting the one-on-one date, which is her the first, second one-on-one date. Mm -hmm. Jen, like, breaks down in tears when she hears that Daisy's getting the date. She's, like, really going through it this episode. I feel like that happens every season. I felt bad. Yeah. I feel like they're all starting to kind of go through it. And it's just, once again, I feel like I'm, like, hammering this point home, but it's just nice to see girls that actually like the lead. Like, I really do believe that they're all genuinely invested. Um, But Mm -hmm. this one-on-one date was so beautiful. I... 
am low-key obsessed with Alberta, Canada. I'm the most oh. indoorsy girl in the world, but I'm like, if I was going to be outdoorsy for one day, it would be in Alberta, Canada. Doesn't it look so nice? Like, I've been wanting to go there for a long time. Wow, you could put it on your list of um, favorite most places, favorite places that you want to travel. Wait, guys, crazy fucking update. Do you know well, who just started following me today? Splish Splash, the water park? Yes. Wait, really? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, they, they I just guessed because I'm like, that would be wait. crazy. Wait, they listen to the podcast. They must. I There's know. no fucking wait. way otherwise. Splish Splash, the girl who runs the Splish Splash, Splash Instagram It's a It's a fonts. That's wait, okay. insane. I'm sorry. If you, Whoa. If you run the Splish Splash account <laughs> and you followed me after hearing that Splish Splash is on my top five favorite places on earth, please DM me yeah. and send me free passes. I will come to Splish Splash this summer. I'll bring Jackie if she oh, wants to. Okay. I don't, I I don't know. Open to, I would love to share the experience of one of your <laughs> top five favorite places, and maybe it can become one of mine, too. I'm open-minded <laughs> to being converted to Splish Splash. But you were, like, hating on it and saying that it had floating Band-Aids. So I know, I didn't, but that you would go. be down. I'll be a good sport. Well, I think that Splish Splash should send me like passes. I now think that so. I've given you like all this wonderful exposure. <laughs> and clearly that I thought it was the weirdest, like in a good way. Yeah. If you're listening, Splish Splash, I'm not knocking you. But like how weird. Like there's no other reason. Like you didn't just randomly follow. Yeah, the me. timing is too perfect. Yeah. Splish Splash so. was not just waking up one day. And you know what I need to do? Check out <gasps> She's All Batch podcast. <laughs> yeah. Wow. This is big. Okay. If Splish Splash gives you a season pass, we mm-hmm. will send the Instagram Splish Splash girl or guy a sweatshirt. That's an even trade, right? <laughs> How do we know that they even want a sweatshirt? Well, they're we just clearly assume. a Fots. They listen to the podcast. Okay. Doesn't, doesn't okay. everyone want a Fots sweatshirt? I don't understand. That's true. I sure do. <laughs> you have like literally 10. I love them. Well, I don't have 10 Fots sweatshirts. I just have 10 like, She's All Batch branded merch sweatshirts. Yes. Yes. Right. In various colors. Yep. Love it. I had to share that update. How wild. Mm-hmm. That but, is yeah. wild. Maybe we can have, that's where we can have Fots Fest this year. 6.0 or 2.0 or what What, what are we on now? Three? We did two. 3.0. But I'm like 3.0 might be in the work. So 4.0. Well, but it's, but it we might just not don't be. have a we don't have a place yet for 3.0. Okay. If, we, so if, if the place we're talking to now falls through, maybe Splish Splash will be another yes. option. And maybe they'll sponsor it so then we don't have to pay. <gasps> oh, my God. This is getting better and better by the minute. I love Splish Splash now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, back to um, – where are we? Did we even really start anything yet? Oh, uh, no, we were talking about the oh. one-on-one date. I thought it was yeah. a, a good one. Yeah, I mean, so she's basically saying that she's not in love with him yet, and that mm-hmm. seems to be the topic at hand for a lot of their date today. Um, yeah, and they were playing scary music under that conversation, but I, in order to kind of make us feel like this is going to be something that's going to hurt Daisy in the long run, but I guess I just wonder, I'm like, it doesn't seem like any of the other girls are at the love phase yet either, so I, I'm curious, I don't really see how this will really hurt her unless, like, in the long run, she continues to not be in the love phase. Well, maybe not in the love, love phase, but everyone's been saying, like, falling in love. And yeah. Daisy refuses to say that. She hasn't said falling? No, she's like, she won't say it at all. Wow. And she's saying that she needs more time to, like, feel comfortable enough to say those things. Which, in the real world, is totally normal. normal. <laughs> in this fake bubble world, it is not acceptable. Mm. But... It is for Joey because he's obsessed with her. So Yeah. Yeah. I like that they had their hot tub date in the middle of nowhere, which is so funny because Ben Higgins and Lauren B had that and Daisy has been reminding me of Lauren B. Mm. And just seeing that they literally had the exact same thing, like the hot tub in the middle of like an open field. Where's yeah. the outlet? Fun fact though, oh, Ben revealed amazing that point. on um It's cold, right? Yeah, no, Ben revealed in his hot tub and like hot tubs in general on the show, typically when they're in the middle of nowhere, they're actually cold and you just have to pretend like they're hot. Like it's a bit basically like a pool. But you have to, like, cuddle up and act like it's, like, oh, nice and sexy. Well, where do you think they're getting, like, the electricity? I don't know, but, like, figure it out. Like, bring in a truck that has, like, electricity on it. Like, I don't know how they do that. Like, how would they do, like... This is going to be sound stupid, but, like, when they... You know when they, like, randomly build amusement parks places? Like, I'm sure maybe in Long Island they have, like, a fireman's fair and they have, like... Yeah. Randomly, a Ferris wheel just, like, pops up in a field. Mm-hmm. How are they plugging that in? There has to be a way. They definitely have, like, extension cords. Yeah, but... I don't... Where does it plug into? 
a truck or they extend it all the way into like a building four miles away (laughs) i feel like you can put electricity on a truck don't quote me on that but like i feel like you can put it on a truck and then plug into something there no yeah no no i mean that has to be it has to be something like that i guess sound off about the rides guys like in my town they would just randomly have like this fair and yeah these rides would just show up where do they come from where do they go yeah i did you have the zipper do you know what the zipper yes, is? Yes, I do know what the zipper is. But they also have that at the Jersey Shore permanently. But they, oh. yeah, they would bring that to, um, we actually, it was a balloon festival every year in my town. Where you do hot air balloons and then rides. I did the zipper. That was like my favorite thing as a kid. If you mm-hmm. don't know, it's like not a roller coaster, but it's like a ride that like you literally are in this like metal cage and it flips and you just flip over and over and yeah. over. Thinking about it and now like, makes me want to throw up. But Well, that, but also like I'm a mom now. You literally couldn't like pay me any amount of money yeah. to allow my son to go on this thing, especially the makeshift fake ass carnivals that show up in a parking lot. Yes, like, I what? do. what? I think about how unsafe those are a lot because it's like, it's one thing if the ride is like always there or if it's like Disney or Universal, like, you know, they like test that shit all the time. It's very safe. Mm-hmm. A man literally just built the zipper and like plugged it into a truck and no one has <laughs> tested this thing. It's kind of wild. No, it's fucking wild. But yeah. I guess in this like hot tub case, in this hot tub case, it's like the only people it affects negatively are the people that are in the hot tub. We don't know that they're not. Yeah. Hot. Well, now we do. Now we do. But, like, it doesn't actually change. Like, why are they going to go out of their way to buy, to get a truck that has an outlet ma- magically? Just to make them more comfortable. Should- like, I, I, you couldn't pay me to sit in a cold hot tub and pretend that it was hot. Well, Joey's doing a polar bear plunge this episode, so yeah, clearly he doesn't care. Yeah, you couldn't pay me to care. do that either. Yeah. My worst nightmare. <laughs> but he also seemed like he didn't want to do it. No one wants to do it. That's the thing. Kelsey did. Kelsey <laughs> wanted to do plunge. it. polar plunge. Yeah, I guess. It's just not that hot and sexy of a date. Yeah. So, I mean, Daisy gets the rose. I feel like her, the date was, like, really sweet, Mm -hmm. and they definitely solidified themselves. She gets the rose, and, like, she seems very excited about hometown, so even though she's not saying anything about love or falling or tripping, it's clear that she feels, like, really strongly for him. Yeah, I agree. What did you think about this lumberjack, Mm -hmm. lumberjill date? We need to talk about the milk. The elk milk, Ah! specifically. I was gagging i literally had to cover the parts of my screen when they were chugging the elk milk i know we've had a lot of discourse about milk in this podcast but like elk milk trumps obviously all milks as the most disgusting milk i think it was like thick i was like yeah so disgusting Uh, okay thoughts about this day one i'd never heard the phrase lumber jill i never (laughs) heard of lumber jack being like jack for like a guy. I thought that was odd. L- right. Was like any like lumberjack is like gender neutral. Is anyone. Like anyone can be yeah. a lumberjack. Yeah, I guess. But I guess when you think about it, I'm like, all right, I guess lumberjack, lumberjill. Sure. I never have heard that either. You're right. Does anyone else think that this group date theme was a little odd for the date right before hometowns? Like this is like a week two group mm-hmm. date. Rolling yeah. logs, hitting things with an axe, drinking fucking gross ass milk. Like, what is this proving about who should be going? to get a hometown date right. with Joey. This is doing nothing to deepen your connection. This is doing nothing to, like, get to know each other better. Like, an obstacle course? Like, really? The, yeah. the episode before hometowns? It seemed so off to me. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I was kind of living for Maria being so not into it, too, because I think she realized, too, right, like, just to your point, it's not going to affect her connection with Joey whatsoever. This is not that serious. Joey's not deciding, like, who's the best lumber Jill for his lumberjack life. I was really living for Maria this whole episode. Like, her just being like, I am indoorsy and I don't like this. I feel like that would be me on Same. the lumberjack date. Also, when Jen goes up and kisses Joey while he's filming an ITM. Mm-hmm. So that's obvious. Like, you can't just walk up to the lead while he's filming an ITM. So yeah. obviously, that was something producer orchestrated. And Maria says, did they forget that I have an axe? <laughs> yeah, that was funny. She's whipping out the Corinne one-liners. I know you said that she's... Not as much, but yeah. No, I thought that was cute. You're saying, like, finding a lumber Jill for his lumberjack lifestyle. Did Joey say that this was, like... No, he's simply not a lumberjack. Right. Which is why this also makes... Like, if this was a Chris Soule's Bachelor season and it was like, let's go peel some corn because you have to practice for when you're going to live on the farm, that would make a lot more sense. Joey 
plays tennis. Jackie, they did that on Crystal's season. They did something similar. It was an obstacle course. Yeah. They shucked corn. They had to milk a cow. They had to do all this shit. They had to put um like pigs into a pen or something. Yeah. They did all this stuff. And like that at least like one was very early on in the season and two went with his lifestyle. Like why wouldn't they? I mean, I guess they already did the tennis date. But doesn't Joey have anything else in his life that like. <laughs> right. You would think this man has more than one interest. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think, though, like, it is kind of interesting now looking back, even though I was saying that I thought Jen had, like, a much stronger connection and was surprised to see her go home, this, like, going to his ITM and kind of stealing the kisses feels kind of like an insecure last-ditch effort to kind of make a connection. Maybe she was kind of feeling, like, in her gut that she was kind of losing him. She said it throughout the episode, though. Yeah. Like, I think it was maybe later in the episode, though, she said, um, I feel like I'm losing him. And she was upset since the very beginning of the episode. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, probably. But I could totally see this being her venting to a producer and a producer saying, oh, you should go up to Joey. Like, he would love if you surprised him. Because her kissing him then sparked the whole Maria thing later right. that night. Yeah. And that was a major storyline this episode. So like bravo to the producer that told Jen to go kiss Joey cuz mm-hmm. it turned into a whole thing. Yeah. I have questions about the whole Maria thing just because didn't it really appear that they were in a hotel room? So I was wondering if like the timeline of this was that this actually happened like after the group date. Yeah, it did. What do you mean? I'm confused. What? I feel like they were trying to make it appear as if this was happening like while the group date was still going on. I thought it was like the group date, but the nighttime portion. So no, they no, were... I know, but I th- I am oh. wondering if like this was maybe totally after the whole group date nighttime portion was even over, because like they oh, were back in his hotel room. Oh, I didn't pay attention to like where oh. they were sitting or anything. And I, mean, I guess at the end of the day, it doesn't like really matter. That was just something I clocked. Um, I this whole thing was strange to me that she was so like because Maria doesn't seem like someone who like willy nilly like is wish washy. Like she seems like a very like she's very outspoken. She's very like decisive. So the fact that she went from saying like, no, my mind's made up. I can't do this. I'm going to leave to then kind of like almost immediately being like, just kidding. I'm going to stay. It felt very out of character to me. Yeah, and I thought it was odd that, like, his biggest fear is someone that he cares about leaving, and you're going to pretend to leave, Maria. Yeah. Like, I I also... But I don't think she was pretending. I think she was genuine in those moments. She's just confused, but I do think it's getting to her, because I'm like, this is not the Maria we know. No, and, like, when they're sitting down, she brings up Jen. She brings up the Jen kiss more than once, which Mm -hmm. I'm like, do you know how many girls he's kissed overall, Maria? Like, him kissing Jen a peck in front of a camera crew is, Mm -hmm. like, the tip of the iceberg. Like, there's really a lot more you should be concerned about here. But also, like, so she's sitting with him, they're having, like, this awkward conversation, and then she gets up and walks away, and the way it's edited is supposed to look like she just, like, gets up and walks away from him. I would bet anything that she literally got up to go to the bathroom, and Mm -hmm. it's edited to be that she gets up and walks yeah, away. Yeah, I agree. Because then, like, he's sitting there, and, like, he's obviously talking to a producer. She goes in the other room, and she's crying, and, like, she's obviously talking to someone as well. Mm-hmm. Or someone comes up, and instead of her going to the bathroom, they're like, um, oh, Maria, we need you for an ITM. Yeah. Like, can you... You right, have to right, come right. record. You know what I mean? They they can do any of that shit. Totally. No, I agree. I feel like there was something like that during Ari's season when he was with Lauren, and she says, do you remember the scene that she, I know you were like an Ari season mm-hmm. lover, but uh, when she says that she loves him for the first time and he, they're on a one-on-one date, he gets up from the table and leaves the table for like uh, what seems to be a really long time. And then I think it later came out that um, he's like, yeah, that's not how the conversation went. Like we finished the mm-hmm. conversation and I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. But then they just like cut it to me just like standing up and walking away. And it looks like I'm like unable to accept what she just told me. Yeah. No, I don't remember that exact instance, but I do remember, like, almost the exact same thing on Becca Kufrin's season when Colton says he's a virgin, and she also goes, excuse me, and gets up, and then she's revealed after the fact that, like, that, once again, that was totally not how it went down, and she once again was just getting up to go use the bathroom. So, like, they gotta stop using the same bit on us. It's like, we know, we see it. Yeah. We're too smart for this. Speaking of too smart for this... (laughs) (laughs) I tweeted um, 
so Maria says, well, I don't want to jump ahead. But speaking of too smart for this, I did predict something that happens later in the episode when Maria says later in the episode, like, I desperately need to talk to Joey tonight for at the cocktail party. And I was like, well, obviously, if she's saying that and they're airing that, that means there won't be a cocktail party. And yeah. And lo people and like wrote me and they're like, they're like, are you psychic? How did you know this? And I'm like, how do you not know this? I know. I don't understand. I don't get it. I know people are funny. But I guess we're all on, we're on different levels of, um. Yeah. Different paths on our bachelor watching journey. Yes, exactly. So yeah, Maria's spiraling. She says that she wants the show to be over. She says, I just want to be chosen and bringing someone home before they're yours is weird, which is like such a good point. It I is. I never really yeah. thought of it that way. That yeah. would really bother me to like introduce my parents to a guy that's like dating three other people. With, yeah, I agree. Joey says to her though, "You need to start believing that it can be you." I do think Maria believes it can be her. No, no, he says that to her because she's spiraling and mm-hmm. she's getting all upset. And then he's like, "You're like," because she keeps saying like, "You have these connections with these other women." And he's like, "I also have a connection with you though. Like, you need to believe that it can be you, just as much as it's someone else. It can also be you." And I feel like she's doing, like, what what I would probably yeah. do is, like, only focus on the fact that he has these other girls instead of, like, acknowledging the fact that, like, oh, wait, he also likes me, too. Right. Yeah, I guess that's a good point. But I think I'd probably be doing the same thing. Yeah. So we move over. Oh, so he doesn't give out a rose. Mm-hmm. He needs more time. <laughs> but then he, he needs doesn't more have time. a cocktail party. It's like, well, so where was that time, Joey? You just needed time to, like, sit by yourself and talk to Jesse Palmer about it? Yes, he wanted to go have a tennis match with Jesse. Do you think Jesse had to get tennis lessons for this? Um, no, I think Jesse is a naturally sporty guy and picks think? up on things quickly. That even if he had never played tennis before, that you hand him a racket and he's like good or good enough. Yeah. What's weird? Why doesn't Joey have like a mentor this season? And why was that so important on the previous season with Zach? Thinking about Jesse being the one to play tennis with him, like why isn't like Sean Lowe? the one playing tennis with him. Yeah. I guess, like, they don't always have a mentor. I thought the Sean Lowe thing was the weird part. No, I did, like, too. I know, I know. This now, I, it being normal. Yeah. I think they were just really trying to sell us Zach, and in order to do that, they are trying to make Sean Lowe comparisons, even though they could not be more different. Who thought that they are the same? I don't think they're the not same me. at all. No, I know, but don't you think that was kind of, like, the vibe they were trying to give off? If you have to try that hard to sell us on your Bachelor, you chose the wrong guy. I agree. But, I, but then, like, why do they why do they pick him? I, whatever. We can't even get into all I that. Because, like, I'm like, Zach's season needs to be put behind us. We need to be yeah. on to bigger and better things. Well, we bigger and better things is the Kelsey A date. We move over to the state. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk to a typical Canadian. That's literally what his lower third said. Did you catch that? No. It was, like, that guy in the bar who's like, oh did you God. hear about the polar plunge? Typical Canadian. So then they go to the polar plunge. Joey doesn't seem into it. Kelsey seems all about it. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't catch me dead doing that. They no. do it They do it on Long Island. And I'm like, no, you guys can go jump in the cold water all you want, but I won't be there. Yeah, I, I don't find that to be a fun activity. I w- would not do a polar plunge either. Mm-hmm. Um, but teach their own. Love that for them. Honestly, like, this was, like, a very nice date. I do think, like, there's clearly, like, a lot of chemistry between the two of them. And, like, obviously, she opened up more about um, her mom passing away and stuff. I just, I don't see it as much as I do with other people that are still on the show. Who do you think is above Kelsey? Daisy and Maria. Both of them? Okay. Yeah. Because I do genuinely think that. I'm kind of like, what? We don't no, know anything I know. about That's... Kelsey A. What do you mean? We know so much about Kelsey A. And, like... I feel like her opening up more about her family and, like, her siblings and her dad and how... I I felt like what she was saying that, like, a lot of people can probably relate to it. And she's, like, a really strong girl. And I don't know. I really, really like her. yeah, that's all definitely true. But, like, how does that have anything to do with her connection with Joey? You know? Because they they were connecting, though, over it. And they were talking about it. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. I, I felt like they got deeper. Mm -hmm. I guess we'll see how it goes with her hometown, but we go to the rose ceremony and surprise, surprise, the cocktail party is canceled, like I said, but in the rose ceremony, he actually does pull Maria aside to talk, which Rachel's pissed about. Yeah. Did you catch that? Yeah. She's like, I thought we didn't have time with him. Um, But basically, he just wants to make sure if he gives Maria a hometown that she's not going to like- Freak out. Leave again. Yeah. Yeah. And she's not. She promises. Pinky swears. And Maria gets the rose. So our final four is Daisy, Kelsey A, Rachel, and Maria. 
Yeah, this is surprising. I I saw Jen going a lot further. I guess maybe now, like after unpacking this episode and seeing how insecure she was, she probably saw in her gut that it wasn't her, but I still thought it was up until the last minute, so. In my notes, I have, I'm surprised by these exits. He hugs Jen and says, you go find your person. And she just walks out. Mm-hmm. Like, it was a very quick hug yeah. and a walkout. And I was like, whoa, this is someone that you were debating, like, meeting her family. Yeah. And I just felt like, I agree. I think, I thought they were closer, too. That mm-hmm. I, I actually feel like at, at this stage of the game, in any season, to make them stand in a rose ceremony and just, like, quickly hug them and then they just leave. I feel like that minimizes what we're being sold. Yeah. Like, we're being sold that these are, like, Jen and Joey looking up at the the drone show in the sky. And it's so romantic. And it's, like, you're giving her, like, a pat on the back and, like, see you later. Just weird. No, it is weird. Um, next week we see a, we have the trailer for next week. I'm convinced. Mar- I obviously Maria's dad is like going to steal the show and be mm-hmm. like a meme, but it seems like every single parent is going to give Joey a little bit of trouble. Sure, like they're. Like, not- I feel like they always try to like sell us that narrative before yeah. hometowns, and then usually it is that narrative, but it always feels like incredibly forced. I mean, I feel like you feel the same way that hometowns are just like not. Oh yeah, it's Where my it's least at. favorite. It's like episode. such a waste of an episode. In my, it's become too formulaic that I'm like, we could have not watched this, and we'll end up like in the same place. I don't really feel like anything is ever really gained. No, and like what I love about the show is the interaction among the girls, and yeah. in the hometown dates, you don't get that. So True. that's typically like my least. Actually, every single season is my least favorite episode. Yeah, I feel like you don't like the women tell all, which is crazy to me. That's the best episode. I don't, no, I, yeah, I don't. I don't like things that feel forced. And I think with hometowns and with, with certain women tell all, I mean, sometimes in the women tell all, I feel like there are conversations that I like, but I don't like when they are like, let's go back to Champagne Gate or well, like these yeah. fake problems that weren't real to begin with. And it's too edited. It's like, I know the show is obviously edited as well, but like, I just think anything that's actually tea would be edited out of the women tell all. Yeah, I hear that. They've edited whole people out of the women tell all, which is I like know. wild. Like so entire just, hot seat I don't interviews. trust it. It's always just the narrative they're trying to push. Yeah, and that's kind of, I guess, how I feel about hometowns too. It's always like, they show up, they sit, they pull the dad. The dad says, oh no, I can't give you my blessing. And they say, oh no. And then, yes. And the one hometown date that you like want to hear about and like see more about is going to be the one that they save till the end. And the one whoever goes first is usually going to be like the harmless one that doesn't have a lot of drama. Yeah. It's like very, it's the same formula every time. You're right. I just like, Mm -hmm. I don't personally care to meet like Maria's brother. Like, or whoever, right. you know, I, I don't know these people and I don't care. And there's yeah. a lot, there's like two fucking hours spent on all these people that are essentially irrelevant right. to me, at least. Yeah, no, I agree. Guess we'll have to buckle up and, and see how that goes next week. Hopefully they'll do, they'll make it better. Let's, let's be positive. Yeah, you know? for okay. sure. All right. Well, that wraps up episode seven. We'll see you guys mm-hmm. next week for episode eight. Well, we'll see you later this week, but we'll see you for the next episode of the show. We'll see you next yeah. week. We'll see you whenever you want to see us. We have like 100 plus episodes. You want to see us? Press play on something else and we'll be right there in your There ears. are people that say that they listen to like our episodes more than once. I know. Like so when sweet. they need more content. As if we're not putting out enough lately, guys. I mean, we're filling up your feeds. But if we're not giving enough, there are people that will go and like go yeah. dig back to like old episodes. All right. Well, I got to get out of this room. I know, I'm like claustrophobic in here. Okay, bye. And that is our show. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you like what you hear, go give us five stars. Go click copy on this podcast link and go send it in your group chat to all of your friends. And send mm-hmm. a, a nice review, too. Yeah. Um, make sure you check out our Facebook group. It's a fun little community. Also, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash she's all batch. We have so much going on over there. You can get ad-free versions of this episode in advance on Tuesdays. So you watch the show on Mondays. You're like, oh, my God, I need to listen immediately. It's there on Patreon before it comes out on Wednesdays for everyone. We also have our spoiler episode with Reality Steve. Dropping It's jaw-dropping. Literally <laughs> jaw-dropping. Definitely go check it out because this is a really unprecedented season. It's not just like, oh, Joey picks blah. There's a lot going on, a lot to unpack. Yeah. And um, it's the first so time he's been wrong 
in since Hannah Brown, Hannah Brown, I think. I think. Wow. So this does, it sucks. Like, I mean, like, we're all human. And again, you'll hear in the episode when you go listen to it, it was out of his hands. It's not like he didn't do his research, but I don't want to mm-hmm. spoil too much here. But he goes into, like, why it was wrong, too, which I think is really insightful. So definitely go over there and check it out. It's a really good one. And then we have a lot of great stuff coming in March as well. So patreon.com slash she's all batch. Thank you to this week's sponsors. Guys, go spice up your sex life with dame.com. Code she's all batch gets you 15% off. And if you want to like stay on track and be a healthier you with factor meals go check it out i mean you're are you bringing like factor meals to your office yeah no i've been actually bringing them in for lunch they're such a quick easy grab and go um and also like eating lunch out especially like in midtown manhattan can get so expensive so it's nice to just have something that's like a good go-to quick easy you heat it up in two minutes you're eating lunch and it's way cheaper. Yeah, much better than a $25 salad from Sweetgreen. I don't miss those days. Although those salads are so good. But, like, I don't miss spending $25 for a fucking no, it, salad. No, it's not worth it. Twenty five Because, like, that adds up to be, like, well over $100 a week oh, on easily. just, like, salad. Yeah. A salad that, like, you're probably not even going to eat the whole thing either. Because it, like, yeah. ends up being, like, mulch. So true. Follow me at She's All Batch and follow Jackie at Jackie Maroney underscore. And is that it, Jackie? I think that's it. Goodbye, bitches.